Test one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds. Steve Harness. And Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. I didn't even think about what I should probably say as I cracked the mic. I mean, I'm just already flying by the seat of my pants here for today's Wait, episode. Are you implying you usually think out the first thing you're going to say? Because it's uh, always random. It's always random. I mean, I always have some semblance of what I'm going to kind of... Oh, I want to mention this, but yeah, I didn't... Uh, okay. I was just... Yeah, I don't know. I, today. No. I'm not able to ever think of something to say at the start of the show because you always throw some curveball that uh, <laughs> you want to roll with. Yeah, I can't come in with my own notion. Okay, well, we should work that out on the vocal minority with Nick and Steve <laughs> Olabruski. We are back at it for another episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, find us on the uh, the interweb thing. It's a new thing. We think it's going to take off, so we're moving the show there. Seems to be gaining <laughs> steam, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Thevocalminority.net, and we're on any social media site that matters. We're still technically on threads, but no one else seems to be. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much longer that's going to be a thing. Hey, are we and, on Truth Social? I forgot, dude. Are we? No, we are not. But did you see Joe Biden's campaign join Truth Social to poke the bear? No, I did. Oh, I did not yeah. see that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe we should, but I just think it's going to up our death threat quotient to, <laughs> to an unacceptable level. I, you know, I think I saw a story that said that. Uh, Joe Biden actually has more followers on Truth Social than Trump does. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That'd be hilarious. I mean, only if all of his fans followed him out of spite or whatever, and then like, oh, and ten people actually wanted to follow him, maybe then he. Yeah, they they want to they want to follow Joe Biden so they can say "f you, you suck" and all that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, it's- you're probably right. I don't know what he's posting on there, but yeah, we should probably be following that. So, well, yeah, I've thought about joining Truth, but yeah, I just think one of us will end up dead within a month. So, I don't know. It'll probably be you, dude. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Just saying. I did did see some time back that uh, Joe Biden uh, hired uh, the social media lady, and uh, she's a younger person, and she is like, like really quick with like the snappy comments and that sort of thing. Mm. And she's, and whenever like the, the Republicans put something out, she's on it right away. And she's got like a great, great retort for professional troll. She's just hitting back. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they figured that this is where a lot of the campaigning and with the young people in particular is going now. So we yeah. should probably have some people there that really know how to handle this. Yeah. It's about time. I, I don't know. Uh, I I'm assuming that neither of you guys uh, do tune into Fox every now and again. You guys know I do that every once in a while. And we yes. appreciate you taking that hit for us. Yeah. Just to see <laughs> what the enemy is doing, but they have a show on there and I, uh, you know, I don't know enough about it. Although I do know this. Uh, like Judge Shapiro's on it. There's like five people sitting around a table. It's almost like The View. It's called and The Five. Judge Gene Is it called? Yeah, I think it's called The Five. Yeah, 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 yeah Brewski. <laughs> yes. uh, but they have one Democrat on there. Yes. And they I, have to have, yeah. What's her name, Harness? Do you know? 
Uh, I don't off the top of my head, but uh, she's sexy. She's rocking those uh, librarian glasses, and yeah. she's very smart and well spoken, and quite often puts the other four in their place, which I love. So she does. It, it, it's got to be a really uncomfortable position to just be, you know, tag team by the four of those morons sitting uh, on the opposite side of her. But yes. she holds her own, and I'll tell you what. I was like, oh, she's really good, and she is. But she holds her own with facts, like. It's not that tough. If you know the facts and you're well read, you can read them and know what's going on. Like, yeah, she holds her own because mm-hmm. truth always wins, right? Yeah, she knows the facts, so it's easy to push back. But you're right. What a terrible work environment to have to be the voice of sanity oh. in the insane asylum that is Fox quote unquote news. So. And she's well, also got that duty to stay like calm, cool, and collected because. First of all, she's a woman. So second of all, she's a Democrat. So if she starts yelling, all of a sudden she's just like that crazy woman, Democrat, liberal. So she's calm, cool, collected, and just, like I said, states the fact she's good. We've all agreed that Hannity doesn't believe probably 95% of what he says on, on there. Yeah. How much do you want to bet that a lot of people on Fox, because it's a good paying job, on cable news in media like they're 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 playing a part oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i would bet almost it, all of them are playing a part to, well, but to get it, money it, from the dupes but but what and what i'm saying though is that that maybe while on the show there's the jousting and all that sort of thing maybe she knows that or she has a good relationship with them because they're not uh, really as awful as they seem on their show mm-hmm. so it, so when you know that that someone is not personally attacking you that it's a a performance sort of thing that maybe it's a little bit easier to take you know what's that judge's name that i just said Jeannie piero yeah she's a moron she's an idiot and uh she's loud and she i mean there's no chance she's playing a part the uh the liberal you're talking about her name is jessica tarlov yes Yeah, those two seem to have legitimate animosity towards each other. Some of the other guys on that panel, I've noticed, they just sort of stare at her when she's talking. Like, I think she might be pretty enough to just dupe them into shutting up and let me talk. Yeah, Uh, maybe so. Does it say who else is on that show? Uh, no, I just looked up no. Pop Liberal on Fox is the vibe. <laughs> pop so I, I guess I guess it just all depends on how much Franzia uh, Judge Genie's had before uh, pre-show, you know? Yeah, that boxed wine, dude. Oh, <laughs> it, it hits different, right? A little cardboard <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to drink just like uh, uh, gallons of Carlos de Rossi. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, Carlos de Rossi. Uh, is that a wine? Is that what that was? Yeah, it's a yeah, wine, it, dude. And that, it comes it, in a huge jug. Yeah, like a, a you know a glass jug, and uh, it's got a little finger hole in it to carry it with. But they sell it at like Walgreens and CVS, like huge jug of wine for like ten bucks. You know, right. what, what is the uh, what's the first alcohol you ever got drunk off of? Each of you. Oh, uh, I know very well. It was uh, Jack Daniels Country Coolers. Ooh. <laughs> I don't even know if they make those things anymore. But yeah, Jack Daniels made these. Uh, they were like watermelon flavored and stuff. And yeah, like so many people for their first drink ever, I needed a, a Zima or a White Claw version. Sure. Like Jack Daniels Country <laughs> Coolers was the cool way to go. I can see Brewski going uh, 13 straight into scotch, dude. What <laughs> <we're> <laughs> What was it for you, Bruce? What was your first alcohol? Uh, Mad Dog 2020. Ah. Now, now, wait a minute. Now, now that, that's not counting 
you know, sips of my old man's beer or stealing a little bit of booze off my parents' bar. But I'm talking really drinking hard. Mad Dog 2020. Nice. Yeah. My my very first uh, was Boone's. Oh, okay. Good choice. Uh, Yeah, Boone's Farm. Yeah. And I think it was a peach or a strawberry or something, you know. And uh, yeah, we got drunk off of that. And I quickly graduated to drinking 40s. Did you guys used to drink 40s? All the time. I have never touched a 40 in my life. Really? (laughs) Yeah, no. Oh, dude, we used to to get to to school parking lot, and we'd all just down a quick 40 of old E and then go to school. Down a 40? I mean, that's a big thing to just down real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would take us, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. But, yeah, we'd be real drunk when we walked into school and... Oh yeah, you I've know, had a bad have... realization this past week. Beer, the beer have a lot of calories. It has to, right? Sure. Well, unless you're drinking a light beer. I don't know what's going on in my life, but I, uh, Dottie and I went to the grocery store and we got this like twelve pack sampler of some West Coast IPA beer, which. Uh, Bruce, I know he hate IPAs, but I like the fact that the alcohol volume is much higher in an IPA. It makes <laughs> yes. me have to drink less beer. So Exactly. You have to do less work to, to get to the destination. Right. And I'm really digging this IPA, and I've drank almost the entire 12-pack over the course of a week, and then I ballooned up like eight pounds that week. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Well, you can use it, dude. You gained no. a couple of LBs. Come on. I got up to 190, which is what I'm supposed to weigh. So now I'm back down to like 183, so... Now I'm just doing Heavy. shots of liquor. I figure there's less calories when I'm just doing shots. Why keep the liquor white? I mean, they're not to be racist, but that's the least caloric, you know. Oh, good. I've been doing blanco tequila, so that's good. Okay. Yeah, you that's know, why I used to drink the hell out of Molson Ice when it first came out. Oh, you remember Molson yeah. Ice? Yeah. I, I mean, high alcohol content. You drink yeah, a few of those, and you'd be buzzing real good. Well, we've established ourselves as high-class drinkers off the bat here. So, <laughs> from Boone's Farms to Mad Dog <laughs> to Jack Daniels, Country Cooler. There you go. <laughs> it's the liquor you need to know. Need to know liquor. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special. Here is program. a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you all the humanity and all the things. The date which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. News you need to know. Bear here. I bear. It's Cousin Brewski. Oh. By Is that Mad Dog? 40s? What do you yeah, it's gotta be, dude. It's gotta be. Steve has spent so much time in the bush. Oh, Steve, are you in the bush right now or are you available? I do like to go out back a lot, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, need to know news. This is where we tell you the news that you actually need to know that will inform your life, make you sound hip around the water cooler. Just good information to have in your own brain to share with yourselves. Um, uh, this first story, this was uh, quite interesting to me. Do we do we have any James Blunt fans on the show? Bruski, you can just say no. It's fine. <laughs> I, th- I, uh, think I, I think I only know one song by him, and, and let me know if this is correct. Yeah. Does he sing You're Beautiful? Yeah, that's right. James Blunt, okay, yeah. that's the only song of his I know. That's good. Uh, I say James Blunt fan myself. That's the worst song, but that's oh all. okay. Oh, you are a James Blunt fan. I am. His uh, that first album that You're Beautiful was off of. Uh, I think it's a great album. There's like a good five or six songs in that thing that I I truly dig. And You're Beautiful is not one of them. It's a fine song, I suppose. And if you've He's, ever heard the album version, he swears in it, which I find to be fun. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she could see uh, my face that I was effing high. He says, uh, he says the full F word on the album. Oh, wow. <laughs> on the uh, radio mix, it's uh, I was flying high. 
So, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. The only other song I know of his is a song called uh, Monsters. Uh, and I, I, I like that song a whole bunch as far as you're beautiful. Not yeah. a huge fan, dude. How about Bonfire Heart? I believe KRLT plays it. Yeah, I turn it off when I hear that song, dude. <laughs> the great song. It great is? Song. I, I, yeah, I really like that song. He's got a song called Champions, by the way, that <laughs> I've been meaning to like use on this show somehow. He must be a fan of ours. That's all I know. Yeah, probably so. So uh, anyway. why is he? Why is James Blunt in the news, dude? Because he killed Princess Leia. What does that mean? Carrie Fisher? Yes, James Blunt killed Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher, Star Wars fame. What the hell are you talking about? Exactly. Dude? What am I talking about? But this is the article. James did, did, did he provide her the drugs that killed her or something? Or risky or smart guy. So listen to this. I was reading this today. I was shocked. James Blunt says that Carrie Fisher's daughter blames him for her mom's 2016 death. Uh, the singer unpacks his close relationship with Fisher in a memoir called Loosely Based on a Made-Up Story. Uh, who knew these two were friends? But No kidding. Yeah. Uh, he says that using drugs with the Star Wars actor led to his falling out with Fisher's daughter, Billy Lord or Loward. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Blunt was with Fisher the night before she was found unresponsive during a flight from London to Los Angeles. She passed away days later. Toxicology report found that she had cocaine, heroin, MDMA, and methadone in her system. Wow. That's quite the cocktail. Yeah. Right. Say the cocktail one more time. It is uh, cocaine, heroin, MDMA, and methadone. Wow, dude, that's a lot. And that was all at the same time, or that was just in her system? That was all in her system when she died. So, wow. I, why would you do heroin and methadone? Don't Doesn't one cancel the other one out, and then aren't you ruining I think it's like buzz? binge drinking and then taking a bunch of aspirin the next day. You're trying to balance the two out. <laughs> I <guess> so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if methadone cancels it. I, I, I don't know if methadone will not allow you to get high off heroin. I think okay. if you can't get high off heroin, it will keep you from getting dope sick you know? oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. It, it, yes exactly you don't get the symptoms you don't get high off of it okay but, okay so maybe she was trying to be sober taking the methadone and then went off the way <laughs> with, with james right. here but so in the book the your beautiful singer remembers taking a quote different approach than friends who tried to convince fisher to quit using drugs once and for all uh, he says, uh, Charlie, her best friend, confronted her more directly and told her that she needed to quit drugs, James Blunt recalls. He says, I took a different approach and did them with her, pretending <laughs> to myself that I would be her guide to redemption one day, just not today. And as a result, her daughter, Billy, now blames me in part for her death and no longer will speak to me. Wow. So he was like, hey, listen, don't quit the drugs. You're beautiful. Let's get that high together. <laughs> just, that is a nice take to, to have. Is, That's just odd, dude. He's wearing that black T-shirt that says rehab is for quitters. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if this is the friend we all need or the last friend we need. Because he thought, yeah, I'll just do drugs with her and I'll keep her safe. I'll, I'll lead her to a path of redemption. And then she <laughs> died a day later. Princess oh. Leia, no more, dude. It's almost like he's a, he was like some kind of junkie Sherpa for her, you know? Yes. <laughs> Darth Vader couldn't kill her, but James Blunt sure did. So. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Up that is just crazy. What I mean, this is needs to be made common knowledge. He would become the most hated man in America. Yeah, right. And I like the man, so I'm not trying to ruin his reputation, but here you go. Let's be Apparently. frank, dude. Does James Blunt, have you ever heard him uh, speak in an interview or seen him? Yeah, he's like a little Scottish leprechaun guy. Yeah, he's, he's an idiot, dude. I mean, he's 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 odd. He's very strange, isn't he? Yes. I mean, and he's former like Scottish military or something. Like he served for years. Oh, really? To, yeah, play guitar when he was on military bases and stuff. Wow. I sense, yeah. I sense and a disturbance I, in the force. Yes. Should be a giveaway. One of my favorite songs from him off that first album is called "High." <laughs> you know? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So apparently, he's quite the druggie. Who knew? Wow. Hmm. But yeah. He, Apparently helped kill Princess Leia. Interesting. General Leia, as she was later known in the series. Yes. Yes. Well, that is, if uh, you didn't know, need to know news. It's news you needed to know. This is need to know news. Oh. News you need to know. Start the news chant, please. Come on. News, 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 news. Where's Nick? I'm coming, dude. Let's relax (laughs) a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, I, without, love, I love that he's such an integral part of our show now in your local radio show. I love hearing well, yeah. waves around town. Yeah. I mean, well, he's just, you know what? We got to play. Uh, this is what I told you guys before the show. I thought uh, so much in the news, obviously, is either uh, the war or we're talking about Trump. Uh, so I'm just going to give you a quick one, two, three, four. I got four clips of Trump from this past week in review. We can kind of see, uh, you know, what we need to know about him. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, our first clip that we're going to hear, uh, is Trump, the prophet, um, uh, Trump, the scholar. And I will, uh, let you guys know that, uh, he is inventing, new language skills for people that you know you should probably know so this is what you need to know today and you know the story i said you can't do it there's no taxes on our businesses why are you doing that nice guy you know look he's for france i'm for i'm for us i'm for us you know how you spell us right you spell us u.s i just picked that up has anyone ever thought of that i just picked that up couple of days I'm reading and it said us and I said you know if you think about it us equals US is isn't it now if we say something genius they'll never say it oh we said it dude. we're waiting for you to say something genius (laughs) dude I mean the way he describes that is like he just uh you know discovered a, a new word I mean are you kidding me I love that he said what is he 77 78 or something yeah. It's like, I, I just noticed the other day. Do, yeah. have you, how many of you know how to spell us? And I love that he would ask that of his crowd. <laughs> like, totally. There's two letters. How many of you know how to spell I us? bet at least 50% of them got it wrong. Right. Tell uh, us, sir, how do you spell us? And who, 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 who says... Who says Ronald Reagan was the great communicator? There, uh, you know, there's no audio of this, but I will mention that I was watching a clip of him earlier this week, and there was a news channel debating on whether or not Trump had uh, put his pants on backwards. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. And it was obvious from he's on stage, and there's no. Here's the thing that I was confused by: like normally, if you put your pants on backwards, first of all. 
I mean, you have to button your pants with your hands behind your back. Like, I mean, it's not something you could probably do on accident. Uh, he may have elastic waistbands, though. Let's be well, well, there you go, dude. And because on the back of his pants, there were no pockets or anything. It was almost like those pants that would just have elastic on them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're doing close-ups on it to try and figure out if he put his pants on backwards. And it is obvious and apparent he had a huge diaper on really i mean it is just all bulged out like a you know a toddler wearing a big poopy diaper uh Uh, brilliant stuff and yes i love that he realized us is spelled us and also the initials of united states yeah i'm for us he's a thinker yes he is uh he thinks so much that when he uh is on a uh lecture circuit uh, I guess he calls them rallies, a rally mm-hmm. circuit. Uh, yeah. You know, I, it's it's. We've all seen bands get up on stage before, and they're in uh, Michigan, and they say "Hello, Cincinnati." <laughs> right. You know what? Like you forget where you are. Uh, Trump is not immune. A very big hello to a place where we've done very well, Sioux Falls. Thank you very much, Sioux Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward pause. So Sioux City, let me ask you, how many people come, how many people come from Sioux City? <laughs> like, what That's does great. that mean? You're in Sioux City, dude. How he many said people the wrong come? town. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. What a moron, though, the way he tries to play it off. Sioux City. Yeah. Well, did, 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 you, did you hear the person coming over to the microphone let him know he was in the wrong place? Totally, yes. dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you can just see him crapping his pants in real time because that's where the guys, uh, the people that like his caretakers have said, like when he gets nervous or says the wrong thing, which is often or gets mad, he poops his pants. So I'm yeah. willing to bet he pooped his pants. Yeah. That was some elected official from Iowa that pulled him aside. Like, hey, no, yes. no, no. We're in Sioux Falls, not Sioux City or whatever it was. And, and yeah, Nick, I know you've never seen Spinal Tap for some freaking reason, but that's one of the jokes in there that they always have to put the name of the city on the stage because the singer was always, hello, Cleveland, and they're uh-huh. in Detroit or whatever it was. So, yeah, this has to be so awkward for Trumpers that have been saying Biden's going senile for so long that we have, I mean, literally, this is no joke. I mean, there are now... 30, 40 examples of just the past month or two of Trump just saying bat schnizzle crazy stuff. Well, I was watching uh, MSNBC, which is where that audio comes from. I mean, it's been all over the place, obviously, but that's what they were talking about. They were like, you know what? Uh, We talk for a living, so I'm not immune to saying the wrong thing or, you know, messing my words up, but... The fact that he Trump lives in these glass houses and he is constantly criticizing Biden for, you know, not knowing how to get off the stage or saying the wrong name and stuff yeah. like that. Like, this is just like you would say, Stephen, John Lennon would call it instant karma. Yes, indeed. And that is correct. Anyone who speaks for a living, you can put a montage together of them tripping on their tongue or whatever. But He's been doing this a lot, and I, yeah. I think it's gone beyond just making fun of him for it. That like, There's cause for concern here. Uh, I mean, he, he it's one thing to get the city wrong because maybe you've been traveling a lot. Maybe you haven't gotten a lot of sleep, but you would never do that with a world leader or mess a map up or anything like that of the world. Because, well, because you're the, you were the sitting president. Victor Orban. Did ever, anyone ever hear of him? He's probably like one of the strongest leaders anywhere in the world and 
He's the leader of Turkey. You know, there's a very powerful player, Viktor Orban. Did anybody ever hear of Viktor Orban? He's the head of Hungary. Hungary fronts on both Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> no, it doesn't, oh. dude. I mean, that's crazy. You don't know what you're talking about at all. He refers to it as hungry. Well, yeah. like, like, like you're hungry for food, and yeah. that's and it's Hungary. Yes, yes, it yeah. is. Do you know what the capital of Hungary is? Budapest. That's right. How do you know that? Do you remember my thing? Because no. probably been What there. is your thing? I was taught this in like seventh grade. And I've never forgotten it. I just find it funny. I don't know the capital of almost any foreign country, but I know Budapest is the capital of Hungary because my teacher taught me Buddha's a pest because he's hungry. Oh, (laughs) the the logic is flawed a little bit because, well, the name of it is actually, you know, it's not called Budapest. It's Budapest. Budapest. Yes. Uh, And I, my brother and I got in a fight because he was going to Budapest and then he went to Budapest and he came back and he kept calling it Budapest. And I was like, dude, why, why do you keep saying it like that? It's Budapest. It was like, dude, I was just there. No, it's not. (laughs) Another sign. You're not a Marvel fan because that's a running joke. The Marvel movies, but I digress. Maybe someday, maybe someday. Spinal Tap and Marvel movies. They are on my list. Sure. Do you think uh, you think uh, Trump thinks that he's an attractive man? Oh yeah, I mean his level of narcissism—he probably thinks he's freaking Brad Pitt. Like looks in the mirror and you know licks his finger oh, yeah. and shapes his eyebrows, you know stuff like that. Yeah. His orange glow, his weird hairdo—he must think all of that looks spectacular. Otherwise, why would you be doing it? A sexy yeah. mofo. He probably says to himself. He looks at himself <laughs> in the mirror. Right. He thinks, uh, you know, getting uh, women the caliber of Melania, that his money had nothing to do with that, I'm sure. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. You know, we get 25, 30, 40, 50, 80,000, 100,000 people to speeches. They've never said Trump's a great speaker. Never said. I've never heard it. I said to my people, do you think they'll ever acknowledge I must be doing okay? Uh, except I'm a very handsome person, so I guess a lot of you want to sit. They want to sit and look at me because I'm saying like a beauty pageant. Now it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, dude, well, that you think that you're beautiful. What to me is fun about these Trump rallies is he's speaking uh, just off the top of his head, right? So yeah. his thoughts just come flying out of his mouth with no filter. 100%. And that's why you, yeah, that's why he says stuff like that because he believes it. Oh, well, they uh, they were just doing a story I was watching earlier, and uh, oh, it was on uh, Ben Micellis over at the Midas Touch was doing the story of. Trump has, for the past like three or four weeks, whenever he's at these rallies, he talks about like, um, oh, the lighting up on stage is bad, so he can't read the speech, so he has to (laughs) just go off the cuff. And he's been doing it for like the last three weeks, so he doesn't have to read what is on that paper, because we know he's not a great reader, first of all, but he, he likes to riff, dude. That's when he feels his best, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it's easier for him. It's it's similar to the show. If you don't have to prepare anything, then it's pretty easy to just show up and babble for a couple of hours. But yeah, you, And you can say whatever you want with zero consequence most of the time, right? Right. But are you good at it? That's the question. Because so many people have tried talk radio over the years, celebrities yeah. and whatnot, and then they realize like it's actually really hard to talk for a few hours and stay entertaining and compelling, yes. especially day after day. But I, I've seen a few uh, videos of late of people leaving Trump rallies early. 
Like mm-hmm. he's still up there speaking, and half the crowd is starting to leave. Yeah. Oh, well, and that's one a of the reporters design. the other day started asking people, like, "Hey, what? He's still talking. Where are you going?" And people <laughs> have a variety of answers. Basically, though, they're all saying like. Uh, I was hoping he would do the wall bit. I wanted him to do the Islam thing or like like calling his, out comedy bits. Yeah, his greatest hits or something. Like wow. I don't want to hear the new material. I hate the new stuff. I want to hear the old stuff. Like lock her up. Yeah, I want that. I want some of that. <laughs> yes. So. Wow. They're, they're they're all walking out. You know, giving deuces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, see you later. Now that's funny, dude. Uh, and the gag order uh, has been reinstated in the. Uh, 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 federal case in dc yeah yeah in dc so uh let's see what happens dude he's making uh he's he's you know been flirting with it what was he fined uh something meager twenty five hundred dollars ten grand, 10 grand no, something like 50, that. 15 grand total meager yeah there was a five and then a ten yeah you're right yeah and i think it's so funny in that trial that's a civil trial he can't go to jail for that but now he's somehow managing to get himself potentially thrown in jail <laughs> for violating the gag yeah. order so, mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait to see how that turns out. You know, there's more gag order violations well, coming. He can't help himself. Well, you know that uh, Ivana was supposed to be Ivanka was supposed to be t- testifying on Friday. Yeah, but they've pushed it off because she has a scheduling conflict mm-hmm. to Monday. You don't think that 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 uh, that scheduling conflict was so that they could spend the weekend so she could get her story straight? Preparing. Right. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yep. Well, we uh, will check in next week with uh, this weekend review with Donald Trump, but uh, that's all the audio for now. Get over here, Nick. No, we're done, dude. We, we don't leave it. <laughs> Where's oh, Nick? I'm we'll leaving. be alone in a room with that guy. <laughs> yes, we gotta say goodbye. And we say bye-bye. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. It's time Enough for another said. brewski. This one is a crazy brewski. Well, that's yet to be determined, dude. He's not crazy all the time. <laughs> no, not all the time, but a good portion of the time I am. So, you know, depends on if I've had my medication that day, you know. So, right. so we are going to take a short trip to Florida. The best kind of trip to take to Florida. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's the headline. I don't want to hurt you, end quote. Florida man used note to rob CVS. And I'm not going to tell you what he what he robbed okay. yet. So he shows up to this. Uh, this comes from Orlando, Florida. This gentleman, the 23-year-old, is facing several charges after he used a detailed note to rob a Florida CVS pharmacy of various drugs. According to the Orlando Police Department, officers were called to a CVS on Curry Ford Road around 6 p.m. on October 20th. Now, 6 p.m., I mean, that's just right up to dinner. Pharmacy employees told the police the suspect, identified as Thomas Muse, handed them a note indicating that he had a gun and would shoot if he was not provided with the pills listed. Wow. You had a demand list for pills. Oh, this this is this is actually a, like a grocery list. And I'm gonna read the note. This is verbatim from, from the note. All right. This is an armed robbery, all capital letters. Please cooperate. I don't want to hurt you. You are not to alarm anybody, or I will shoot the closest person to me. Please follow these instructions, or I will shoot the closest person to me. Muse demanded the pharmacy workers give him various amounts of oxycodone, hydrocodone, Xanax, Adderall, liquid codeine. <laughs> And just, I guess, because he wanted to keep the party going, Viagra. 
<laughs> Ooh, I mean, that, it does sound like a nice, that sounds like a fun night, dude. I mean, that's a good list, right? I, I w- would imagine the liquid coating is to make a little lean. You know? <laughs> yeah, a little purple drag. Yes. I would assume he only needed the Viagra. It was just too embarrassed to ask for that. <laughs> it's like when you're going to buy condoms and you're like, uh, I need some Kleenex, some celery, deodorant, a box of condoms. Uh, I need <laughs> you know, it's funny, uh, man. As officers arrived on the scene, Muse was seen walking out of the store. He wasn't in a hurry. He was. He thought he was just going to get away with this. He had a big After boner, a- dude. He couldn't <laughs> run. I mean, <laughs> by an yeah. After a short foot pursuit, Muse was arrested while still holding on to the stolen narcotics and his handwritten note. Oh, they wow. let him keep his note. That's nice. Following his arrest, officers said the 23-year-old admitted to the police that he had traveled to Orlando from Jacksonville to carry out his plan. He confessed to another similar robbery in Central Florida. Oh, so he's a, a serial. I mean, this is serial. He's done it before. Well, and the other thing too is, is that I don't think I think that's kind of a that's a that decent sized trek actually. Yeah, yeah. from Jacksonville to to Orlando. If I had to guess, hour and a half. Uh, let's I'm gonna take say a look. three hours, dude. I'm gonna say <laughs> closer to three hours. I think Nick's right. Closer to three hours. Let's see. Well, we're all kind of in the middle here. It's two hours and two minutes. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's still quite a ways to go. You're right. Maybe that's I, where his girl was at or something. You know, killing two birds with one stone. Well, yeah. You know, he's going to get the party favors, go right. by and see her. Got to be Yeah, someone. of course. That's great. Well, now here's the thing, though. There, he's facing several robbery, trafficking, and possessing charges. Now, I can see the robbery and the possession, but trafficking? He was walking away. He had so much of it. I mean, once they gave him the drugs, he had more than personal use. So it was. I'm sure it was trafficking. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> we don't know what personal use is for this guy. Yeah, that's nice. more than personal use. I mean, that'd kill him. I remember in like third or fourth grade, we had a cop come to class and, you know, give us the drug talk. And he had like a case displaying all different types of drugs and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And he made some mention about the fact that if you had so much cocaine that you would go to prison for for trafficking, basically. Mm-hmm. And some little girl in the class raised her hand and was like, but what if all the cocaine's just for you? <laughs> <laughs> wow i wonder is she dead now dude right. yeah. I, I love the way she's thinking like well that's not fair to that person what if you're just using it all for yourself come on yeah, what if i stocked up i don't want to make a lot of runs to my drug right. dealer dude. it's like going to costco come on yeah yeah exactly now um you guys this is completely uh connected to what we're talking about here i'm not trying to get us off on a you know, tangent or anything, sure. but um, I happen to have a copy of a prescription that was written on August fifteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Ooh, for the big E. Yes, sir. Is it? Am I right? It sure is. Yep, nice. Elvis Aaron Presley. Oh, now, would, okay. would you like to know what is on? Now, this is from Doctor George Nikopoulos, M.D., from right there in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And I, yeah, see- you, you, I can I guess before you say it? And I've yes, never yes, seen okay. this. Okay. Let, let, let's, okay, go ahead, go ahead. All right. I would like to, I'm just going to guess two of them. I think uh, morphine might be on there, but I also want to say stool softener. Oh. Uh, no. 
Neither no. one of those. Oh, okay. Mm. Steve, you got any guesses? Uh, Quaaludes was going to be my own. Yep. Oh. <laughs> there you go right there. I, I forget gotta... about Quaaludes. I mean, we don't hear about them anymore. Yes. We yeah, talked about that on a previous episode. Quaaludes, Quaaludes just went away somehow. They're in yes. school. So. He received a, prescri- a prescription for 150 count of Quaaludes at 300 milligrams a tablet. Uh, oh my gosh, dude! Hey, hey, here's an honest to god question: If there was a, you know, your uncle, your old uncle, opened up his medicine cabinet, had a bottle of Quaaludes in there, and he was like, "Yeah, you can take one if you want," would you try it? Yes, uh, I've done it. Yeah. Oh, you have done it. I forgot that, dude. We talked Ludes, about this yeah. before. Uh, yeah, what was, what's it like? What's the high? Uh, uh, you feel like like a like a just a, a jellyfish. It's a downer, just, right? Oh my god! Yeah, you're just like yeah. yeah. Okay, I uh, for some reason in my brain I thought Quaaludes was an upper, but no. yeah. My instinctive answer to your question there is just yes. Someone yeah. offers you a pill, yes, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> One time can't hurt, right? You know, I I once in, uh, I once interviewed Todd Bridges when I was on Mitch in the morning. Yeah. And what you talking about? Uh, yeah, exactly. And it was it was for Tahiti Village, which is this like Vegas like timeshare thing and all that sort of thing. Uh, you know, they they that's what he with, was hawking timeshares. Well, yeah, because well, they had a bunch of those mm. bunch of celebrities that were that were doing that, and they come on the show, and you know, you say oh, he's here to talk about you know Tahiti Village. We'll get to that, and then you you do your interview, and sure. then at the end, you let them do their little uh, thing sure, their little right. spiel. I mean, how far have we fallen? Yes. You well, know, that, from so, the uh, penthouse high rise of Mister Drummond to timeshares <laughs> in Vegas, right? Well, so just yeah. to wrap up on uh, on the King, he had uh, Perkadan, Amatol. Oh, you can't you you gotta you gotta have dexedrine that's in there too. Is that a diet pill? Dexedrine is a central nervous system stimulant prescription medicine. Mm. It is used for the treatment of ADHD. Nice. Yeah. Well, this just proves Elvis is still alive and apparently robbing CVSs in Florida. Get, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe news. that's exactly what happened, dude. This is drive in Jacksonville. News you need to know. <laughs> Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Steve Harness. <laughs> Drill from Graceland, obviously. All right. Uh, uh, I, I, I hate to keep bringing Trump up. I'm just going to throw this out real quick. I, I meant to do it on your story there. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. So uh, we all acknowledge the fact that Melania Trump is, is she the best looking first lady ever or is Michelle Obama number one? Where do, where do we put Melania on the list of hot first ladies? If I, I uh, can get rid of the evil, you know, just by association, I don't know that she's evil, but by association, uh, I would still go uh, Michelle Obama would be number one with a close second, Melania. Yeah, Brewski. Well, so we're talking during our lifetime or history? Any time, bro. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, Jackie Onassis, well, Jackie Kennedy was pretty uh, hot. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, but none of us were alive for, for, for that. What do we think about uh, Barbara Bush, dude? What do we think about uh, Hillary Clinton? Very a little. little, <laughs> a, little <laughs> a little hot granny sex? I mean. Yeah, you could. You know, right. I mean. Well, what, what about uh, M- Mamie Eisenhower? Yeah, true. What about yeah. uh, Eleanor Roosevelt? The spank bank is, you know, never ending when it comes to yeah. historical offers, ladies, apparently. But all right. So Melania Trump is certainly beautiful, you know. But uh, as we mentioned earlier on the show, obviously she's not with Donald uh, for his charm or her good looks or anything else. Right. 
I'm not even sure she's with him nowadays. I mean, honestly, when was the last time you saw these two together? So I still, say, I still think she's hanging out in Slovenia, finding herself a nice house on the Adriatic, right on the border with Italy, so that when Donald finally gets convicted, uh, then she can just right. divorce him, grab her money, and hide out in Slovenia. Yeah. Is there anything that you think that they're probably doing tonight? Probably making love. Oh, <laughs> maybe they are together, dude. I think she's in Guantanamo getting waterboarded currently, but uh, who knows, really. Uh, but here's a fun thing that came out here. Uh, not even his wife, Melania Trump, was spared from Trump's sleazy, leechy comments, according to a, a Australian businessman, Anthony Pratt. Now, Anthony Pratt just came in the news, right, Brewski, for this is who Trump told top secret information about our nuclear submarines do exactly he's an australian billionaire dude he's he kind of looks like a shorter version of art garfunkel with with, you know with that that red (laughs) fro going on it's funny that he is uh he's not mincing words i mean like he has no problem saying oh yeah this is exactly what trump told me well so yeah he spilled the beans on trump sharing secrets about our nuclear submarines and how close you could get without them being detected this guy apparently turned around and told all sorts of people in other governments and countries and all, you know, so, but Pratt also said in a recent interview, uh, Pratt, who integrated himself with the Trump world as a high paying member of the Palm Beach, Florida country club, Mar-a-Lago, uh, remembers the president asking then first lady Melania Trump at age 53 to saunter around the pool in her bikini so that quote, all the other guys could get a look at what they're missing. Oh my mm. gosh, dude, you know, that Trump is that guy who, like, when he sees her wearing a little dress, he's like, a little twirl for me. Like, right. you know, like, he, you know he's that guy. Yeah. Apparently, Melania shot him down and said, I'll do that when you walk around with me in your bikini. Oh. Funny if that's true. It makes me vomit in my mouth also, but. Good for her. Yes, he would have. Can you fit an adult diaper under a male bikini? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. Right, but uh, so yeah, the the point of this little uh, admission is that you know Trump's uh, sleaziness seems to know no end. That he wanted his wife to parade around so everyone could admire her beauty. And I have to admit, to some extent, just a little extent, um, I I I I I understand where he's coming from, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Take that back. I mean, please take that back. Listen, I am not at that quite exact same level, okay? I would never ask Dottie to put on a bikini and saunter around. But uh, there's been times where I've noticed people admiring her, including like maybe my ex-wife, where I'm like, yeah, yeah, damn straight. She's pretty hot, right? (laughs) And I have to realize, like, I'm only a shade or two away from what Trump did when I'm proud of (laughs) of other people seeing her. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're checking her out. Oh, yeah. Damn straight. This is what I'm going to say to you. (laughs) The only Make me feel better somehow, please. Okay. This is what I'll tell you. The only good that can come out of this admission is to (laughs) make change in your life. Okay. (laughs) Because. But should I, though? Shouldn't you be proud of your person? You can be proud of your person, but these are silent thoughts, dude. These are silent thoughts. I'm only sharing it with you two. I mean, no one else. You didn't share it with your (laughs) ex-wife? No, I didn't share that I was proud of her. I'm just saying, like, I didn't announce it to everyone. But, yeah, we were at a gathering recently where, um, yeah, Dottie was meeting some, uh, you know, 
Jamie's new guy and uh, one of her friends and whatnot. And I may have called Nick afterwards and was like, yeah, yeah, I noticed people checking her out. And I was like, yep, damn straight. Yeah, she's hot. I'm doing fine. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. So you, you're telling me now, because this is where my confusion lies. You yeah. didn't say that out loud? No. At, at no, the party? No. Oh, okay. right. That's what I thought you were talking about. Like, this is the, the wall between Trump and I. Like, I didn't announce it, but I thought. Uh, I see. <laughs> okay. Know? So I'm just saying, like, am I that twisted that <laughs> somehow I'm crossing into Trump category? Or is it okay to be proud of your person? Just keep that stuff to yourself. <laughs> you don't announce it to anyone but your best friends and your podcast audience. <laughs> the millions of people listening right now <laughs> right yeah well yeah no you're just proud of your person right what do you think brewski you give it a thumbs up or uh, a thumbs down <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I, you know what for me i think i wouldn't get as jealous or anything like that if somebody happened to be like looking at my lady and she's looking really good um but i don't think i would revel in it mm. i just wouldn't i just wouldn't let it get to me because listen she's dressed up she's looking nice i mean that's what she wants you know she wants that attention i've shared these thoughts with my therapist and she's like yeah that's your ego talking and we want to keep that in check and i'm like really though can i i have two eyes like she's beautiful is that wrong of me i don't know well uh, maybe i'll say this maybe (laughs) i I think that it is your ego talking yeah and ego is part of all of us is it not uh, but it's not the good part of us. Well, I, you know what? I guess that depends who you are and what you're doing. I, exactly. That's who, you know. What am I doing with my ego? I'm not trying to become president and slut my wife out to everyone. I'm just proud of the uh, good-looking woman on my arm. That's you know? a good thing, I think, right? Yeah, I guess. That, I guess if that's the way you want to look at it, dude. <laughs> I will tell you something funny. I was talking to my dad the other day. And he was like, "Hey, I saw that picture of you and Dottie on Facebook together. She is stu- She is beautiful. She. It's good to see you two together. It's good to see so you two funny, together. dude. Yeah, I know where you get it from. You're so your dad, dude. <laughs> Again, is it wrong to be proud? That's that's all. That's fine line between like pride and evil, right? I don't know. Yeah, it is a fine line for sure." And I'm on the right side of it, right? Yeah, I think you're just kind of standing on it, wobbling. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. Trump's uh, fallen one direction, clearly. Oh, yeah, completely. I'm wobbling. Yeah, you're no Trump. I can decisively say that. All right, perfect. All right. All right. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Gentlemen, uh, I would like to take you uh, to the skies, to the airways, for a little John Denver sing-along. I don't know if you saw what happened in recent days. Uh, It's a local story to me, but it made national news. New details have emerged after an off-duty pilot allegedly tried to shut off engines during flight. Did you guys hear the story? I, I did hear about it. Yes, yes, yes. That was me like someone was having a bad day. Uh, or a really good day. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Could go either way. Again, we're walking that uh, razor's edge. Uh, stunning new details emerged on Tuesday in the terrifying incident aboard an Alaska Airlines plane where an off-duty pilot has been accused of trying to shut down the engines mid-flight. His name is Joseph David Emerson. 
He was en route to fly uh, another plane on Sunday. And uh, so he was sitting in the jump seat behind the pilot, uh, taking, uh, you know, this flight to his next destination. He hadn't slept for 40 hours and had discussed using psychedelic mushrooms, according to a criminal complaint. That's uh, what I'm referencing, him having a really good day. I think the dude was either high on shrooms or recently high on shrooms. Totally. Uh, at the time of the incident, off-duty uh, Captain Emerson was sitting in the flight deck jump seat, which is in the cockpit of an Alaska Airlines flight. Emerson engaged with the pilots in casual conversation before allegedly trying to grab and pull two red fire handles that would have activated the plane's emergency fire suppression system and cut off fuel to its engines. He allegedly said, I'm not okay, and reached up to grab the red fire handles, according to the criminal complaint. But Emerson was unable to pull the red T handles down all the way and fully activate the engine shutoff because of the pilots wrestling with him. Wow. What a great visual that would be, huh? Unbelievable. I mean, here we are flying and you have no idea what's happening in the cockpit right now. I mean, that's crazy, dude. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a deranged mushroom head behind me trying to uh, crash the plane. You may experience a little turbulence for the next 30 seconds while we subdue this, man. And I don't know how this works, dude, but you remember after 9-11, they made those so, like, people can't get in there. Right. They're let in. So imagine if you would have overpowered them. That's funny. I was thinking, like, there can't just be a button to shut off the engines, but I guess he knew the trick to get him shot because he's a pilot. Like, wow. That's That's right. Uh, From the time Emerson said, I'm not okay, to when he exited the cockpit was about 90 seconds. Okay, The fire suppression system on the plane consists of a T-valve handle for each engine. And if those handles are fully deployed, a valve in the wing closes to shut off fuel to the engines. The quick uh, reaction uh, of our crew to reset the T-handles ensured engine power was not lost. The flight was en route from Everett, Washington to San Francisco when it diverted to Portland, Oregon and had to land. Uh, The airline said Emerson was scheduled to be on a flight crew of 737 leaving San Francisco. So it's a good thing he didn't make it because, you know, he wouldn't have had the uh, checks and balances. Flight attendants put Emerson in wrist restraints and sat him in the back of the plane. This is crazy, dude. Emerson allegedly told one flight attendant, he just got kicked out of the flight deck and you need to cuff me right now or it's it's going to be very bad. As the plane descended, Emerson allegedly tried to grab the handles of an emergency exit, but was stopped by a flight attendant. (laughs) Duct tape this man and poor flight attendants. There was no air marshal apparently on this flight. So the, the poor flight attendants had to do this crazy dude emerson was taken into custody in portland and faces charges including but not limited to 83 counts of attempted murder wow yeah he appeared in court wearing a blue jail uniform on tuesday but uh didn't address the judge his attorney uh entered a plea of not guilty he's uh awaiting a release hearing sometime this week Crazy, dude. Can you imagine? I mean, that's how uh, fragile we are up in the air. You know, it just takes one person to be an idiot, right? Am I the only one? Have you guys ever just been sitting there listening to someone to talk maybe and you think, I could just go up and 
punch them in the face. Like, nothing's going to stop me. I could just do it. Sure. I've been on an airplane. You see that emergency exit handle? I'm like, I could just grab that handle. Like, no one can stop me. What are you going to do? That's what I mean, dude. Uh, how many things we do in this world that are so fragile that are just based on, yeah, you having a bad day? I can yeah. just go do this. Uh, we're cruising down the road on a bus going 60 miles an hour. I could uh, walk up and shoot the bus driver in the head or put him in a chokehold. Like, what's to stop me? Yes, and that's a great example right there, because I've always marveled at the fact that we as a society somehow have been taught to respect the yellow line going down the middle of the road. That's right. Like, all I have to do is veer off a little, and we're in a head-on collision, and we're all dead. But we're all going 60, 70 miles an hour, and we just respect that thin little line and respect the other people coming the other way. That Oh, they're not going to just veer over here and hit me. They'll respect the painted line and stay on their side. What a thin line that really is, right? Yeah. It takes one uh, bad day like this Emerson had. He allegedly uh, told officers he believed he was having a nervous breakdown. According to the complainant, he allegedly said, I pulled both emergency shutoff handles because I thought I was dreaming and I just wanted to wake up. Emerson also stated he became depressed about six months ago. Uh, so that might have something to do with it, uh, along with the drugs that he was taking. He uh, told officers he had consumed those psychedelic mushrooms 48 hours before the incident. And uh, along with that, struggling with depression for the past six years, he just had a friend who passed away. Uh, he was having a nervous breakdown. So there you go, dude. Oh, well, I'm glad he was mustering it up and going into work anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd think, though, that he'd just go and hit the mini bar or something, you know? Yeah, just go dude. grab a few nips and knock them, knock them back, you know? Yeah, I like Three, four Jack, and, Jack Daniels or something, you know? I mean, take yeah. a little edge off. That's my I favorite therapist, Professor Daniels, you know? <laughs> Comes through for you every time. Do you guys know how many air marshals there are? I don't know how many, but I know it's a myth that there's one on every flight. There can't be. Yeah, there were, there were 3,000. I looked it up while we were doing that story. There were 3,000. And think about this. How many times do we see stories like this where somebody loses their mind on the plane and, and that sort of thing, and the flight attendants are the only people that are having to deal with them? Where yeah. are the air marshals? Whenever, whenever there's a, a video of one of these air airplane things, there's not a, an air marshal on, on that flight. Yeah, so they how, always I mean, got to call the there? cops to get them on, you know? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. they have 3,000 air marshals, uh, what's a rough estimate of how many flights uh, happen each day? So, you know. Computing, computing, computing. Brewski is computing. Boston Booyah! Here is the answer. He's going to have the answer for you, ladies and gentlemen. I would imagine. Oh. How many? Do you have an actual answer? I was saying, let me guess, but is there a quality? Okay, go, no, no, go, go ahead. Whoa, 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 whoa. And this is not just the United States. I, the International. Yeah, uh, the whole world. It's a great question. Can there be 3,000 flights every day? Oh, yeah, more. Okay. I- I'll go with 4,000, but what's your educated guess? Uh, I'm going to say uh, 50. Uh, I'm going to say 8,000. Brewski. It says here roughly 100,000 flights take off and land every day all over the globe. Oh, wow. 100,000? That's what it says here. Yes. Holy mackerel. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's got to be at least 10,000 then coming from out of the States. Yeah. Uh, so 3,000 air marshals. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty lackluster. 
I don't know why we can't beef that program up. It seems like every plane should have one, but clearly the tactic now is just convince us that there's one and he's undercover, so you'll never know. But That's right. There's really yeah. one. <laughs> so, yeah. so one out of every, uh, I'm terrible at math, one out of every three or four flights might have one then, basically. And that's assuming yeah. all 3,000 are working every day, which obviously they're not. So, Well, I, I did just find another one on uh, on gaytravel.com. It says, it says <laughs> U.S. commercial flight carriers are currently conducting, and this is as of three years ago, about 5,670 passenger flights daily. U.S. is it? Just, just, in, just in the United States. Okay. So 5,670. So again, though, that's still not one for every flight. Uh, for sure. We're still... We're still quite short, you know. And I'm sorry, what website? Gay travel? Is this a what? Wait, what? What is that? Uh, yeah, I found I, I was on Google and and I asked, you know, how many flights go out every day, <laughs> and I'm scrolling down, and there's a bunch of different ones, and there's uh, it's like Travelocity, TripAdvisor, GayTravel.com. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> gay travel. I think they mean like happy travel. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy gay Just travel happy. airlines where we always load in the rear. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the program today, gentlemen. Probably wrap it up right there, which they also advise on GaveTravel.com. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem to be doing. No one seems to be wrapping up anymore. We've talked about it before. No one wears condoms. The condom business is uh, pretty much out, dude. It's in great peril. Honestly, it is because kids yeah. don't seem to wear them, and uh, us older folks don't seem to want to wear them. And if you get a vasectomy, you don't need to wear them. So, you know. I love wearing a condom, dude. I do it when I'm not having sex. I just wear a condom around because <laughs> I love them that much. We know you love to wear your rubbers. We thought you meant uh, those things you put on your shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm talking about my magnums, dude. Interesting. I like to have a little room in my condom, dude. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I don't want to fill it out. Come on. You got to grow into these things, right? <laughs> right. Like yes. Shopping when you're a kid. You'll <laughs> grow into it, Nikki. Okay, it's the vocal minority with Nick and Steve, all of Brewski. Uh, Brewski? Yes, do sir. Do yeah. It. Do it. Goodbye. Please. Goodbye. See you later. And we say bye bye. <laughs> test one, two, test one, two. Stop. 